And so consequently, that's why it's important when you step up, you become familiar with what you're expected to do to make sure your, your personality, your character, it becomes recognized as reliable. This is Referees World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. Hello again and welcome to the Referees World podcast, which offers education and training for referees of all levels. My name's Darren Cullum. I'm a Level 5 referee affiliated here in the UK with Somerset FA. And this is Richard Mellon, who is the Technical Manager Referees at UAEFA, based in Dubai and no doubt basking in a much better, warmer climate than what we are right now here in the UK. So just to give you uh, a, a sense of day, a sense of time, it is the 21st of May. Um, it's the t- it's 10 past 11 and it's a Saturday morning. And uh, I've already had a glass of wine. And there is only one reason for that, Rich, as you very well know. Happy birthday, mate. Thank Happy you, mate. birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's the big 5-0 today. So, like I said, that'll be the reason why I've had a glass of wine, just to start dealing with the fact that I'm in my 50s. Right, let's push on. We're not here to talk about me, my age, or indeed uh, anything else like that. We're here to talk about refereeing. That's the whole point of this podcast. We're online at refereesworld.co.uk. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and just do a search for the Referees World podcast and your podcast provider will find us for you. Now, in this episode, obviously, we've pretty much come to the end of the season, the 21-22 season. Um, it's that time, Rich, where I suppose many referees will be see- receiving notification that they have been promoted so oh dear me i've had a bit of a dodgy throat this week rich it sounds like my voice is breaking again um and then there's other referees thinking about whether or not they're going to go for promotion or not in the next season so i thought that would be a good option to talk about today in this episode yeah there's a lot within refereeing uh when you consider promotion uh end of season what comes next what will i do next and how will i approach it uh, and what can I expect? So, yeah, I, let's just have the conversation. Uh, ask your questions. I mean, you, you've had enough experience now to understand the refereeing platform mm-hmm. as regards how you progress, why you progress. Uh, and uh, you know, let's let's take it from there. So w- w- what are you going to start with? What are you going to ask? So for me, um, this is all about the fact that uh, in the next six weeks or so, I'll be embarking on a new professional career. And that professional career is going to mean that I will have to work shifts and I'll be working every other weekend, which is going to uh, seriously reduce the amount of football that I can do on a Saturday. Now, with the level that I'd like to go to, I would like to go to level four. Um, obviously, there's a, a certain number of day, games that I need to get under my belt. I think it's 20, isn't it? Isn't it 20, 20 games and five five lines isn't it for the promotion okay okay when when you're going towards that there there is a criteria that you need to meet and and you i think you're right with the number of games as referee uh that you will get observed on uh, uh there will be definitely three uh you will also be expected to cover uh, uh assistant referee duties uh, a minimum requirement of that but not necessarily does the uh, assistant referee duties cut in 
uh, on your promotion because you will be promoted to level four referee, not level four assistant referee, mm. because that is where you will be uh, working as an assistant uh, in your current status. Yeah. So referees that are looking to step up from seven to six, six to five, five to four, four, four and progress, the, the pathway splits in, in the next area of your refereeing career as as a level four you have a, a, you serve like an apprenticeship you get used to that level of competition you acclimatize to the challenges and the demands because the demands and the challenges at level four whilst it looks like bright and rosy in the garden there are bigger challenges out there. The, the expectation in now increases and your leadership qualities have to improve uh, to, to enhance your performance and meet the expectation. Mm -hmm. So lots to consider, lots to consider here. And like I say, we can talk about your, your progress, Darren, uh, but I want everybody to listen in, uh, and in and understand that seven to six, six to five, the, the expectation changes slightly. But once you get to that level four uh, area of progress, then that's when you've got to knuckle down, make yourself available, use your closed dates accordingly. And, and that is a big thing. We've talked about um, administration. Mm -hmm. This is where your administration is becomes vitally important mm -hmm. because as a level four referee, the FA now have you on MOAS. Match officials appointment system, MOAS. So you have now got to operate that as part of your uh, progress, your your future for the next six, uh, two, three months. Do you know what your shift patterns are if you're a shift worker? Do you know when you'll be available? Do you know if you've got family commitments? Do you know if there are weddings within the family? If you know, put those closed dates in the mm. system because there is there is a tolerance towards uh, commitment to the family of course there is because family is first but those in the football fraternity those working at the fa do expect to have mm -hmm. as least hassle as possible uh, and sometimes people wonder why why does that person get more games than me well that mean that might mean that person is available more than you are yeah. doesn't close so many dates she is available much more than you are and then of course the the pathway starts to split ladies football uh men's men's uh, supply league football refereeing or assistant referee pathway mm. lots of things to consider and as a level 4 as well your the likelihood is you're going to get offered uh more games potentially midweek at reserve games for some of the bigger clubs uh, during the day as well so if you are a shift shift worker then uh, yes. you've got the option to do those games just yeah. just out of interest if you were to do a game like that um would that go towards a promotion but you wouldn't no you wouldn't get that game as level five would you really no 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 not necessarily not unless they're looking to give you a development game you get a development game as a level five as a young potential referee looking to progress you show all the right characteristics personality to be able to cope with that but that doesn't come naturally that is not obviously going to happen but as a level four once you step into that category you become available for fa bars appointments mm. as a referee uh, as a, a level four referee, you also then become available to appoint to FA Cup competitions, which is a little bit more advanced naturally 
than what it is being a level five. Mm. Because there's lots of games in August in the preliminary rounds, the extra preliminary rounds, because of the shortage, because of the uh, the beginning of the season, there are lots of referees required to cover games. Included in that period of time, there's a lot of referees not available mm. because of family commitments, yeah. holidays, you know, and all sorts of things. So that's why some some level fives, maybe even a level six, might get appointed to games. But think about uh, all the competitions that are starting up in those comp- in those uh, in those in that period of time. You've got FA Youth Cup, you've got FA Vars, you've got FA Extra Preliminary Rounds. So the demand on refereeing is huge. Mm. It's huge on the numbers. And so consequently, that's why it's important when you step up, you become familiar with what you're expected to do to make sure your your personality, your character, it becomes recognized as reliable. You are using the system, understand the system. Uh, and if you haven't got... The, the um an idea of what you need to do please talk to somebody that's what i would recommend talk to somebody who's advanced into that level four level three scenario those who understand how to operate moas the system uh, and make yourself available or close your date if you're not available is it fair to say that as a level four referee when you become a level four you get that promotion that the fa have got a bit more uh, of a controlling stake in you and your life and your refereeing career? Expectation, yes. Expectation, yeah. bit more expectation. Mm. Uh, that There is an expectation that you have understood, stepping up to level four, you understood the criteria. It's been explained to you. If level four expectation has not been explained to you and you're stepping into that area of refereeing, if it's not been explained, go and find someone mm. at your county FA to tell you what is in, involved. Uh, and if if you are not able to take that, uh, meet that demand, then don't be afraid to say, I'm sorry, I don't think I can do mm. it. But they should have already spoken to you now, not just to say, oh, we need to nominate 10 referees uh, to the FA for level four status. It's not just about giving numbers. It is a numbers game, of course. But there is an expectation that once you have been nominated to level four, you will meet the demands Mm. uh, and consistently meet the demands. If you've got to work some Saturdays, uh, that is understood. That is understood. But you've mentioned that your professional career is taking a slight turn Mm -hmm. uh, away from football because of the the demands that will be placed upon you. How many weeks, uh, sorry, how many Saturdays uh, do you think you'll be available uh, in the early days of your new job? Um, so initially it's going to be every other Saturday. So uh, I would be available for football, but then I have to obviously consider family commitments around it as well. So if I'm available to spend time with a family every other Saturday, then um, that's where the the demands will start to pile up a bit, I think. Mm. See, the, the the thing, let's talk about that. Every, every other Saturday available for football. Let's mm-hmm. just think about the football. Yeah. I won't be rude and say forget about the family because that's not... <laughs> That, that is not Mate, the right. That's not, I was going to say. What I'm trying to you, say. That's you know what, what she'll do to, to you when she sees you next if you say that. <laughs> well, Lynn, Lynn is, my wife, Lynn. She she will have said, well, he's always done that yeah. anyhow. But but that's how greedy we become yeah. as as referees. Mm. Once we start progressing through the ladder, we become uh, obsessed with progression. We become obsessed with performance. You know, and uh, some of the things that you do, uh, you uh, let me give you a story. 
10 years ago, I, I took a job uh, in football uh, and um, my wife and I, we were out on uh, one Christmas Eve. I clearly remember the occasion. And I, I made the, uh, I sat there, we were having a drink. Uh, it was Christmas Eve, uh, out with friends. And, uh, you know, my wife said to me, you really enjoy your job, don't you? I said, yeah, I do enjoy my job. I said, it's, it's wonderful. I said, uh, it'd be great, if, you know, it'd be great for a single person. And I was referee development officer at that time. The, the time and the uh, commitment to the role demanded a lot more than night, working nine till five because referees are not always available between nine and five o'clock. When are they available? Mm. When they're not working. Yeah. When, they're, when they're not working, are they with the family or are they going to referees meetings? So you can see the demands increase. And I just said to my wife, yeah, yeah, I said, uh, it would be great, you know, uh, it would be great for a, a person that's not, um, you know, not married. And three or four days later, my wife said to me, she said, you really hurt me the other night when you said uh, about, uh, you know, it would be great if I was uh, single. I said, I didn't say that. She said, that's how it came across. So what I said, mm. she thought I meant, does he, does he want to break up our, our marriage? No, I didn't. But I made that I made that silly comment that it would be great if I was single, and she misunderstood what I yeah. what I meant. Oh it's great for a person to as an RDO for me if I was single, but I didn't want to become single. Yeah. I, I, and <laughs> you I, nearly still, did then, and, mate. And I, I was very close, <laughs> I, you know. And uh, my my marriage is still uh, happily gelled together, and here we are, forty however many years it is now, nineteen seventy seven. We got married, and uh, we're still happily married, and all those lovey dovey mm. things as well. But I made I made that silly comment about being single and wanting to be a referee. Uh, and sometimes that is how it seems. You know, we are single-minded. We are selfish because we want to succeed in our refereeing. But my message is we've got to have a balance. And the balance includes family, number one. Mm. Your job, number two. Football is very close to number two, but not quite in front of your and you've, job. And you've always said this to me, as long as we've known each other, family is always the most important thing. Then it's your job and then it's football. Um, I mean, I recall meetings and things that we've had arranged in the past. And the first thing you would say is, is this going to be OK with the family? Uh, are you sure Kerry and the kids are going to be all right with this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and if there has been a situation where it may have, you know, been a bit uncomfortable, then it was always a case of no family first. We'll do this um, another day. So mm, some, 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 I mean, some, some my, 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 my career, just to fin finish off this conversation, that this mm. part of it yeah. is, I mean, I've been fortunate to be out here for a year now. We, I can know. you imagine? How, how I've been here for a year already. Crazy. I've been here a year already. So that's passed so, so, so fast. But, uh, you know, I, I miss my family dreadfully. I miss the grandchildren. I miss I miss Matt. I miss Becca, uh, my two children, uh, and I miss Lynn. Huge. But let's get on with the job, and that's what I'm allowed to do because my family have always said that's what Dad does. That's what Richard does. You know, it, you become selfish. And I want to say to anybody listening, be what be be what's the word? Come on, Dad, give me give me a good word. Be have that desire to progress. You know. Get, you know, want to make a referee. Be enthusiastic. Yeah, 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 all those things. Be enthusiastic. Have lots of good energy. Have that desire to become football league or Premier League referee, Premier League assistant referee. They they look great, but the sacrifices that we all make are phenomenal. Yeah. 
phenomenal, you know, and the balance of looking after family, job and football are they impact on mm. all of the whole of your life, you know, okay, so Premier League select group one are full time. That's their job. Okay, they have adapted to that. Their families have adapted to that. There are now people that are coming to the end of their careers. Uh, Mike Dean, uh, Martin Atkinson, uh, and I cannot remember who, who else is retired. Oh, John Moss. Mm. You know, but they're they're the referees that we know of. There are assistant referees that are in the system that are retiring this the end of this season. So what happens next? It's you almost come into an abyss and you think, oh my word, what do I do now? Mm. My, my, my career, when I came off the Football League uh, at that time, I wanted to stay involved. I wanted to stay involved in developing referees because that was my passion. That's what I knew. I still had to nail down my job as a logistics manager for an international battery company. That's, I still had to n nail that. But I was allowed to continue my football passion yeah. by, uh, by following these things that I wanted to continue with. And this is how I've managed to get to this situation because mm. I still pinch myself now. One year after, I'm still out here doing this job that is, it's not a job. It's mm. my passion. It's my passion. I'm not working. This is my passion. And this is what it becomes. You know, you're in a business that is your, that is just, you know, the love of my life. Yeah. yeah. But the real love of my life is my family. Mm -hmm. And back to that, that's where you must remember. So you will you will be challenged, Darren, mm -hmm. when you take if you get and when you get that that chance to become a level four, you will be expected to be available. And if you're not, make sure you've closed your dates. OK, so um, at the point now I have to make this decision. Do I let my local FA know that I'm going to apply for level four um, or do I not? So that's where I'm at at the moment. Um, yeah. So let me say to you, uh, to discuss it with your family, discuss mm -hmm. it with Kerry. That, and, and I would say, if uh, whoever is listening to this podcast, if you're thinking about making that, um, you, you're going to take that jump. Do I go for level four? Level four is a big step. It's the biggest step outside of county. When you're a county level seven, level six, level five, it's a little bit more relaxed. It's a little bit more tolerant. The tolerance reduces when you become a level four. Mm because the expectation is you will be available when they want you to do games. And the distances uh, that you have to travel are going to be a lot oh, further, which means it's yep. going to take up a lot more of your day. It's not like nipping down to the local park or, you know, a ground five miles away or whatever it is. You're talking big miles here. Training. Training. Uh, driving. Mm -hmm. Training. Training has got to become part of your natural weekly uh, ventures. Whatever you do during the week, you've got to find time to do some training. You know, uh, and that becomes part of it. I know you're fit. You, you've you've done this for for years with mm -hmm. Brian and other lads uh, going out running when when you do because you enjoy it. You've got to have an enjoyment and look forward to doing those training mm -hmm. because look at what the rewards come if you're if you're fit, you're energetic, you're in the right place, right time. The rewards in football are huge. Yeah. You know, self satisfaction. You know, you play an advantage. This goal is scored. Self satisfaction. You feel really happy inside. No one knows that, but, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, that's how it is. Yeah. But sometimes you'll also get home, and I remember this, you'll get home, you'll throw the bag into the corner, you'll kick the cat type of thing, you'll slam, you'll slam the door. No, don't, go then, kick, then, don't go kicking cats. 
footballers do yeah. that and they get into a lot of trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. In theory, in yeah. theory, certainly, certainly not kicking cats. Uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't encourage that, and I don't do it. But you know what I mean. It's, it's when you get home after a game or you get home after an awful day at work. You're in a foul mood. Yeah. You cannot go home and then start taking it out on the family or or the pets or anything like that. That is not what you're supposed to mm. be doing, you know. But it does get under your DNA. It does get into you, uh, and and it becomes uh, you become obsessed. You look at everything on the TV. You self-analyze yourself. Yeah. You know the the scrutiny on you, the expectation of people watching you, because the number of people watching you as a level four whether you're assistant or referee uh, on contributory, because once you start level four, you become a contributory assistant referee, mm-hmm. the number of spectators increases, you know? And, and we'll talk about where we live in the Southwest now. You know, if you go to Tiverton Town, go to Taunton Town, Taunton Town have had a huge season. Mm. They're now going, they're now really going well. Tiverton, going well, always have done. Biddeford, uh, teams down in the Southwest, you know, St. Austell, um, wherever else, I cannot remember them all off the top of my head. There are three, four, five hundred people watching a game. Maybe sometimes there's only yeah. 50 people watching a game. But the expectation and the demand hugely increases. You know, it, keep, keep your eye on the ball is my advice. Yeah. You know. And away from social media, if you've got any frustrations, because that obviously plays a big part. The higher up the scale you get, the more people there are at the games, the more social media starts to uh, rattle a few cages. And and, and social media, is a uh, that's an episode that we can do entirely on its own because we've discussed this loads. Stay well away from it is probably the best advice. Use social media if you have to, but do not get stuck into... Uh, football of forums words. Yeah. where you're saying the wrong things mm. saying negative things yeah. it's about learning it's not about you know talking about oh the cabbage patch that i refereed on last week was absolute sandpit and can, do not call clubs sandpits or cabbage patch you know be, their pitches they do their best sorry be careful what and how you say to other teams as in footballers and this is a uh, a prerequisite of somebody that we're going to speak to very soon after a bit of banter went very, very wrong and resulted in a fairly heavy fine and a fairly lengthy ban. I'm not going to say anything more than that, but Rich, you know what we're talking about here. And that's one yeah. that will be coming up yeah, very yeah. soon because I need yeah. to just make sure he's OK for this discussion. He will be because um, we know he's like that. And uh, he'll put his side across because everything is cleared away and and done and dusted now um but it's a really it's a really good story to learn from um yes a, a, yeah. a great example of how certain people can take things a wrong way very much like your wife took when you were explaining that at the beginning yeah. of this episode very very yeah. similar yeah yeah but then we can go back on to that uh, experience that you had absolutely in the season, yeah, wasn't yeah. It? Yeah, you absolutely. know when you when you just when you just inadvertently called him a name mm. and he heard you mm. you know uh and that's and that set you up that set you up and, oh, and, yes. he, and he and he got you back later in yeah. the day yeah. a, a good kick in the shins he yeah. gave you what goes uh, around and he, got you, and he got you suspended yeah what so, goes around you know, and if you want to know yeah, what we're yeah. talking about here just scroll back to some earlier episodes of the referees world podcast which is what you have been listening to with me darren cullum and him richard mellin and don't forget you can post and share the episodes find us online at refereesworld.co.uk 
This is Referees World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon.